Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast dropping your trick-or-treat bag every week. And hosted by two guys that try to study for this exam, study for this exam, and... If there were an exam for this, we failed. <laughs> oh, it may prove fatal, <laughs> because this may be a very short episode. I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And that's right, this week we are talking about... 1990s fi- uh, fatal exam, not final exam. Fatal exam. Uh, even though it was shot in 1985, it got released in 1990. <laughs> For the most part, but we'll get to that. Uh, but first, before all that, we're going to have to come up with a lot of front matter. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to make up shit that happened. Uh, what's going on? Not much. Uh, I caught up on Creep Show series finally. Oh, did you? I still yeah. have a watch all of uh, season three. Was it season three yeah. that just happened? Yeah. Uh, I don't like it as much as season two so far. No? But yeah, it's good, but it's it, season two, they had a... Uh, gosh, what's his name? Guy used to play Jason Stackhouse on True Blood. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're going, the, the episode, um, The Right Snuff. Yeah, that was that's a great the best episode. One. Yeah, that was a, a great episode. Yeah, that's uh that's a best episode, maybe of the whole series. Uh, <laughs> that's really, see. really good. I, I that's actually, like total EC comics. I was very much binging stuff and now I'm trying to remember what all I binged. Uh, I got my tape copy of Burnt Offerings in. Um something else I watched. What the fuck? Yeah, what was, was that it? one that one movie you watched and you're like, oh boy. Which one? Was it the doll movie? Oh, Robert. Yeah. Robert, yeah, the Robert the Doll movie, Robert, <laughs> which has no semblance to the story of Robert the Doll. Like, the actual, like, Robert the Doll story, where it was, like, in Florida, where a man just, like, really loved this doll and people thought creepy stuff was going on. No, this is an English family in England <laughs> that somehow fired their maid, and their maid gets pissed that she was fired. So she gives the little boy the haunted doll Robert. <laughs> and, like, you just got to watch it because it's, well, number one, it's really slow. Oh, great. My, yeah. my favorite kind of movie. Uh, number two, the doll does not have, like, there's no images of it running around or anything. You just see it moving its arm and stabbing things. and like. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, gosh, there was a, some good ones I watched. There. Did you ask? Did you ask for your money back? No, yeah, I want to return. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, fuck me, I cannot remember. I I was even watching movies this week just to be like, I should talk about this. I should talk about this, and I can't remember what they were. Nothing off a of shutter except for Creepshow. No, there's stuff. Uh, I re. Oh, that's what it was. The new uh, folk uh, folk horror documentary, yeah. on Shutter. Did you watch it? No, because I'm waiting for um, what just came in uh, to my parents' house. As I got that box set that Severn put out that has it. I think it's in there. The documentary's in there also, but it's that oh, folk the horror Unholy box Trinity? set. The uh, no, don't no, uh, all, all the haunts be be yours. Is that the name of the box set? Oh, okay. It's like 15 disc folk horror box that the seven oh, put okay. out um, i know just the documentary they talk about the unholy trinity of the folk horror genre oh what's that fucking um i want to see how close you get i'm sure you'll it's get it pretty blood close. on satan's claw yeah which finder general and uh uh wicker man yep yeah that's all three and uh 
I will say, uh, I did rewatch. I was like sitting there, and I'm like, man, I haven't watched Blood on Satan's Claws in a long time. That movie holds up. That's, that's a, a great good, movie. That's a good damn movie. I think all three are on Shutter right now. At least which one in general? Blood on Satan's Claws. I don't know if they. Put, I know they took Wicker I, Man down. I don't know if they put I it back they up. They took it down. I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah. But yeah, um, I feel like there was more I watched that were. Yeah, Robert the Doll sucked. How was your week? <laughs> well, I uh, while we're taping late is because we had COVID scare. I, I've yeah. been sick all week. <laughs> yep. So um, thankfully it was not COVID. Uh, it's just some. I you guess, thought it was. <laughs> I thought. Well, well, I mean, I was coughing and stuff, and I knew that people around work were getting sick. Well, no, I'm talking about the the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Came over to record. Well, yeah, last he came time. early in the week to record, and I was like, oh well, you know, I already passed. Uh, negative on my um, on my COVID rapid test, but they wanted to send it off to get PCR tested. So this is way on the results, and uh, it's like, oh, we can record episodes fine. I probably don't have it. And you came over, and it's like, oh, your results are ready. And you just got here. You start setting up, and I open the test results. And it's like you're COVID positive. Yeah. And I went, you're like, get out. I was <laughs> like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, you gotta get out. Like, get out. Like, I have COVID. And then, like, when you got home, I was, like, looking at it. Like, I did, like, the paperwork and everything. You had me do, like, a questionnaire and all that stuff. And then I saw it. It was my test results from over at COVID last Previously, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's from last April. And my results weren't ready at all. And it was just dicking me around. And for some reason, the system, uh, I, I need to get changed. Because um, those first times, they, the first time they sent me the results or what they thought were the results, my birth date was wrong in it. And still wrong. It says I was born ninety one. It says I was born in eighty one. Oh, so according yeah, that's to the wrong. <laughs> so that that's a bit off. Um, I don't need to age that fast, but yeah. So just been hanging out, you know, trying to get over this. I, I couldn't go to work until the uh, full results got back, but it was negative. So just been watching a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff from the seventies, um, particularly. Uh, and then a lot of newer movies as well, I'll try and catch up on things and, and uh, work on the episode for next week, which will be our best of 2021 episode. Mm-hmm. You know, since it's, we're going to be mainly talking about horror, but I'm also going to have my top 10 favorite movies of last year that aren't horror. Um, just been trying to make sure I have a bulk of what I wanted to see before I make the list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just been it's been pretty quiet. A lot of just crying at night. Any new coughing. movies you watched or any new movies I watch? Well not new, but anything new to you? Oh yeah, a lot of stuff. Um uh, unlike you I I write my stuff down. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I keep a log of things I watch. <laughs> um Yeah, I watched uh I don't know if anything super interesting as far as horror goes. I watch a lot of like weird movies from the seventies. I mean, I watch stuff at Team Four. I rewatched Your Vice's locker room and only I have the key. And uh I think that's really the only horror movie I watched this week. I watched like a lot of movies that just been like sitting there that came from like Fun City Editions and stuff that I just want to catch up on. Right. Um a couple new movies I watched. I watched I watched The Eternals. Because uh, they put it on Disney Plus, I bet it's bad. Um, I I, I don't love it. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's interesting. I I think it tries to do too many interesting things that are different from the rest of those fucking Marvel movies. 
that um, start an actual conversation for me to be able to say, oh, that was bad. Because it does too many interesting things, I think. But it's just what's holding it back is that's part of the MCU. So they still have to like fit into this kind of template and do like these beats. But it does like some things in there where I'm like, huh, well, that's an interesting concept or okay, that's an interesting twist or whatever. But like the pacing is dog shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's just too long. It's like two and a half hours long. It's too long. And just like all those movies. And I don't know. It's I, I just don't really see how it's going to fit neatly into everything else they've established and then moving on whatever you know but we'll see um and also watch last night watch the tragedy of Macbeth. oh the denzel washington one yeah the, i heard it's great it is great it's uh joel cohen yeah it's the first movie that's done by just one cohen brother without the other one being involved you know back when they first started joel was the only director but ethan was always the co-writer or sole writer of the movies um but Ethan Cohen, I think is retired now or like kind of taking a hiatus from filmmaking. He just fell out of love with it. So this is the first full on Joel Cohen writing, directing a movie and uh, they put it right to Apple plus and it's, it's a straight adaptation of Macbeth, but it's like super simplified like like visually it's not like some like big like sprawling like thing like it's all black and white the aspect ratio is down um it's very few sets it's all very minimalist that's the word i'm looking for okay all right it's very minimalist which really helps it's actually leans into like the supernatural and kind of like horror elements of Macbeth and way because you know there's like a witch in that story or witches in that story it goes like yeah yeah um and you know it's a violent story. And two lions that hate each. I have weight wrong me. <laughs> Which what's that? Two lions that hate <laughs> yeah. each other. <laughs> Is that that's Hamlet? Oh, why do I always well, get Lion that King mixed is up? Hamlet. The Lion King's Macbeth for some reason. Yeah, Lion King is Hamlet. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's it's uh, no. There's a witch. There's witches in in Macbeth. There's a ghost in Hamlet. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, right. and, and in some versions, Hecate is in Macbeth. I think he's in, like the original story. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it's Denzel Washington and um, and Francis McDormand giving amazing performances as Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. Everybody's great in it. And and the thing about Shakespeare is that I have a hard time, like a lot of people, getting into Shakespeare whenever it's the actual dialogue. Right, whenever it's the traditional dialogue, which is written in that in that way, because most actors don't know how to sell it or how to say it to work with a modern audience watching. Right, yeah. it just feels like they're just reading off the page. But the, a great actor like Denzel or Francis McDormand, or actually most of the cast, is able to say it in a way where it makes sense. Like they know how to say it. As if it's natural dialogue instead of just reading a poem, right? You right. know what I'm saying? They got a copy of No Fear Shakespeare and just <laughs> went off that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's fine. I forgot who was the interview with. And I think it was on Mark Maron's podcast. I can't remember what actor said this, but he was talking about like doing Shakespeare and like the, the, the you know. I think Mark Maron was talking to this actor about Shakespeare and how he can't quite get into it it's like well it depends who you see perform it and he's like you know one of the people like um 
uh, uh, what's his name? Jesus fucking Christ. Who played Magneto? Uh, oh, Ian. Uh, my God. What the hell is this? I completely Ian... just blanked. <laughs> Hold on. Um... Look it up. Yeah. I completely oh, just... man, that's killing me. I feel bad. Fucking Gandalf. Me. McCallan. Ian right? McCallan. Ian yeah. McCallan, yeah. I completely blanked on that. Um, he said, like him, he's, he's really good at it, but he's like, the actor you actually be really, really surprised who's an amazing Shakespearean actor and who can say Shakespearean dialect to where you automatically know what's trying to be said is Christopher Walken. I could see that. Uh, Christopher Ian Walken. McKellen said that? No, 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 no. That's another actor which is just saying, like, Ian McKellen's really good at it, but, like, who else is really, really good at it is Christopher um. Walken. Um, and this is no difference. Like Denzel Washington knows how to deliver the lines. It's weird because Denzel Washington is such a, he's a man that's usually cast as such a strong, confident leading character, right? And Macbeth isn't that Macbeth is a weak willed, kind of a sad person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's easily manipulated. He's easily swayed. He's kind of pathetic, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and he goes crazy as it goes along him and his wife. Uh, <clears throat> it's just it's interesting seeing him as a character that's not really in control, you right. know, that, that is kind of a, a weak willed character. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's it's a beautifully shot movie. It's very dark and and well put together and well acted, and you can watch it for free on Apple Plus right now. They put it up uh, this weekend, so you can check that out. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna have to do that. Um. Speak of comic book movies before that, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> My favorite topic. <laughs> uh, there was a little horror news that I came across that um, on Halloween, Disney Plus is putting up a Werewolf by Night Halloween special. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's I mean, it makes sense because uh, Moon Knight was introduced in Werewolf by Night. Yeah, and uh, Moon Knight's getting his own show. I, I imagine before Halloween, because uh, the trailer's already out for that. Um, but hey, they're doing a little horror thing, so I thought I'd bring it up. Also, speaking of comic book movies, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched Peacemaker. Um, I loved it. I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. You also like Suicide Squad, though, and I was kind of like, eh, about it. Oh, I thought Suicide Squad was great. I think that uh, James Gunn knocks out the park with this Peacemaker show. The first three episodes are up on HBO Max. They, they put out the whole first three. I think it's going to be eight episodes total, but they put the first three up all together. Um, and it's great. It's just James Gunn being very James Gunny, you know. Um, and, and you can definitely see that DC or HBO Max and – Warner Brothers have really gave him a lot of creative freedom to kind of do what he wants, which you can see in Suicide Squad also, where it's just like, oh, we're, we're going to tell you just work in a template or like work with our other movies. Just do what you want. We trust you. It's like, okay. Same thing with Peacemaker because it's pretty fucking raunchy and super violent and it's really good. And they, they make you care about this character. It's, it's just James Gunn has a way of doing that. Of uh, taking characters that are really weird and obscure that nobody would give a fuck. Like, we aren't talking B-list or C-list comic book characters. We're talking Z-listers, you know? Yeah. And he's able to make them work and make audiences care about them because he cares about them. And you can tell he cares about them. And he knows what makes comic books interesting, which is the weirdness. And he plays into that. And it's all this kind of throwback to his trauma days that he just knows how to make these movies work. And these characters work. 
like nobody gave a fuck about the Guardians of the Galaxy until those movies came out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and he was able to make a version that worked with modern audiences. It's just he's just that good. Um, and this show is really, really good. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you look at like, well, he also has like a very interesting perspective on them as well. Because if you look at characters like Yondu in the original comics and Yondu in the movies, it's like. That's a completely different person. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not a guy walking around a loincloth with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, he has, like, the whistle arrow and stuff. And I mean, I guess he kept the mohawk. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. trimmed it down a bit. And yeah. They make it more like a riff in his head. But, yeah. Yeah, it was sure. huge in the comics. Yeah, it's a big old, like, fish fin. Um, but, yeah, Peacemaker's great. It's it's really funny. And, and he wrote and directed most of the episodes. I think there's a couple other directors that wrote the whole show. And he's directed all the episodes that have come out so far. I will say, it, I, I've, I've been impressed with uh, how far John Cena has come as an actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, from the, like, fuck, what was the first movie I the think Marine? I saw? The Marine. What a pile of dog shit that was. Mm-hmm. I don't even know I watched. I think I watched it just because I was like, oh, these WWE studio movies are horrible. I got to check this out. And it was horrible. And now to see what he's doing, it's like, oh, okay. Like, you're getting a, you got a good grip on it now. Well, you got a good grip on is that he's a really good comedic actor. Yeah. That's like, he was in, uh, I watched another, uh, a rom com with him recently that was pretty good. Fuck. What was it called? Vacationers or something? Oh, yeah. Uh, Vacation Friends or whatever it is. One with him and a little Reg. Yeah. 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 It was pretty decent. Was it? Yeah. One terrible. It's on uh, Hulu, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. I know Paige was like, we gotta watch, we're going to watch a comedy. I'm like, nah, I want to watch something scary. And she's like, fuck you. I'm so tired of watching You're that. like, I want to watch VHS tapes. And she's yeah, like, I want to watch my shitty VHS that I ordered. <laughs> it's like, what's the name of the movie? I can't remember. I just ordered it because the cover art was cool. I didn't want to complain about it afterwards. This is terrible. <laughs> it depends. Like, uh, it depends on the kind of terrible it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, today's terrible is something I can get behind. Sure. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Peacemaker's really good. Uh, got a, an amazing opening credit sequence that's great. Um, the whole show is just really, really good, and it's charming. I know you don't like Suicide Squad. You're a fucking idiot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you didn't like the, the the new James Gunn Suicide Squad. I loved it. I thought it was... It's not that I didn't... I, I didn't hate it. I just didn't think it was anything special no. I was like yep another superhero movie I'm oh, no, done. i thought it was i oh, don't fuck care that. i don't like, think it was no i thought it was way better than just another superhero movie because it had a type of freedom that most superhero movies don't exhibit in recent years um and where where it's very much the director's project and you can tell and that sets it apart um and i just like how strange and weird and and just i just didn't think it was right? that out of the box like it seemed very like along the lines of the others to me like it just didn't, really yeah really did like I just did not. They're think fighting it was a that starfish big. with giant vagina armpits that shoot out smaller starfish. I get that. Like one <laughs> character doesn't change the whole thing. It's like, not I just thought one it character. was like very forced. Like I have to care about this person. It's like I didn't give a shit about that girl. I didn't give a shit about all her the dad. characters. Are fucking weird. Yeah, guys that shoots polka dots. Ah, I get How's that. that normal? That's a, and that's I a, also got really old of the mom joke. Like uh, no, that got they, really tiring. No, I think it all worked for me. I don't know. I think it all worked for me, but. Different That's strokes for different yeah. Um The only other piece of news I have is that this week, um, no, it was this week, a trailer came out for Ty West's new film. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, called X. 
Yeah, I was looking at that. And people are... Any relation to the old classic X? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Did you watch the trailer? No, I didn't. I oh, you didn't the... watch it? No. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I love Ty West, though. I normally do. Um, I hated his last movie. I what thought was it was a big movie? piece of fucking shit. In a, valley, uh, in a Valley of Violence, which is a spaghetti western throwback. Oh, I didn't see that. With no. Ethan Hawke and John Travolta. That no. movie's bad. Last things I saw of him were... Fuck the innkeepers. Yeah, I like House of the Devil and, and the innkeepers. and uh, Yeah, I love those. Those movies. are both great. And what's the other one he put out? What's the third one he put out after that? I'm trying to remember. It's I'm not Contagion. To... What the fuck is it called? Uh, look it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, you have to get that one to look up. Because um, uh, you saw, right? The... His other movie? Which? The the Valley one? This huh. No, no, not in Valley. No, it's the one he put that. up before that. Trying... Uh, I thought you said Sacrament. Yeah, yeah Sacrament. Yeah, Sacrament was good. Yeah. Oh, he was also in the original VHS. I did not realize. Yeah, he has a segment in that, and uh, is it Southbound or one of those other ones? I thought he was part of also. Um, might have been Southbound. That's a great little anthology movie right there. Yeah. Um. No, ABC's of Death. ABC's of Death. In. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've only seen The House of the Devil and Keepers. I haven't seen Sacrament. I saw it in Valley. Uh, I think it's still on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, that's okay. where I watched it. And I don't. I. I. It always confused me because it was like Eli Roth presents the Sacrament. It's like, yeah, but it's directed by Ty West. <laughs> like, yeah, they do that with everything because it did that with Haunt also. Yeah, I guess that's true. Eli Roth's name is bigger than Ty West's name as of right now. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it's pro- it probably will continue to did be it, that. Yeah, Who did Haunt? Uh, what director did it was a team. Uh, I forgot their names. Oh, okay. uh, but they're the same guys that wrote The Quiet Place. Oh. Which, <laughs> this isn't spoiling anything, but if you've seen both movies, think about the ending very closely. Both movies end nearly identically. Fucking uh, Haunt and, and The First Quiet Place. Hmm. Once I figured out it was the same guys that, that wrote... Well, they wrote and directed Haunt, and they just wrote The Quiet Place, of course, and John Krasinski directed that. But once I realized the same person thought the ending, because I hated the fucking last 15 minutes of The Quiet Place. And quite honestly, I find that movie super forgettable. I know everybody else loves that movie. I, I fucking quiet, hated that. I find Quiet Place a very forgettable it. film. I, I, I thought it was a really interesting concept until the concept goes out the fucking window. Near the yeah, end, and then and people like, are like, "All right, oh, but did you watch Bird Box?" I'm like, "What? Like, it's the same movie except he can't see instead of not here." Like, yeah, exactly. John Krasinski's dressed like Sandra Bullock in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's no, the same thing. I, I, I did not get the hype behind Quiet Place. I, I still really... watched the second one. I, I had no drive to watch the second one. I don't either because I didn't give a shit about the first one. No. Like it was just like some splat in the pan, and was, that's it. Like I think it's I think it's a good film. I just think it's forgettable. Like it, it's too well made for me to say that that's bad or anything. Like it's well put. It, I think for a majority of the film, it does what it's setting out to do. It's just Jesus fuck. Like by the end of it, I was just like, I don't, I don't give I don't a care. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you stop giving a shit. Yeah, I stop giving a shit. Um, but anyways, X, um, is set in the 70s and it's about a group group of uh people that are uh uh, uh making a porno okay 
Um, and they're looking for a place to shoot their porno. I guess they're just going from place to place or whatever. And they come across this like, you know, backwoods type family. Just like, yeah, what can we, uh, we're just looking for a place to stay for the night. And like, okay, you can stay here. It's like, all right, well, we're going to shoot a porno in, in, in the barn. They don't, tell, they don't tell the owners of this house that they're going to do that. It's like, hey, we're just going to shoot, like, we'll shoot the porno without them knowing or whatever. Oh, okay. But it turns out the couple that owns this house may not be everything they think of. And it looks very Texas Chainsaw Massacre-y. Like, there's definitely some very strong right. Toby Hooper. Dri- I'm into um, that. Toby Hooper vibes in it um it looks like a better texas chainsaw movie we're going to be getting than probably that one we're getting next month <laughs> oh god don't remind me I, I every time i look at it i just get sick to myself uh, have they like, released a trailer I, for that or anything i no. want it to be good but yeah. i know it won't i just don't we talked about it before i just don't get the point of of like Okay, we're gonna do the Halloween thing. So Leatherface, anyways, he's been in hiding for fifty years. Yeah, he hasn't done <laughs> shit in fifty yeah, years. He's been in hiding for fifty years, and I was like, oh, "We're start killing again, or whatever the fuck the plot is." Like that's the plot. That's dumb. But um, I, I know, I know that it's a huge time jump, and of course they had to recast uh, the main, the main woman from the Catherine original one because she, pa- she passed because <laughs> she passed away. Uh, so they recast her, but I think everybody else that isn't dead is trying to come back or trying just, to do stuff. I don't get it. Um, what? But, uh, who's playing Franklin? <laughs> yeah, Franklin's right. corpse. He's, his his fifty-year-old older corpse. <laughs> it's on a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, um, just rotting. Good. Just a pile of goo. Fuck him. Um, Sally. Sally. <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, X looks good. I, I'm surprised you didn't watch the trailer yet. Ty West is um, he's an interesting director. Even though I didn't like In a Valley of Violence, he's he's done a lot of good things though. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, The House of the Devil and The Innkeepers are both House great of the films. Devil is one of my favorite like modern day horror movies. Yeah, it's really really good. And that yeah. was his like first full length, I think. Yeah, that's his first full length yep, feature. First full length. And uh, but X looks good, man. It looks it looks kind of Eli Rothy to be honest, but um. I don't know. Well, we can watch a trailer after we record. But, uh, and Kid Cuddy's in it. Hey, there you go. I guess. <laughs> Wait, uh, Kid Cuddy and, and, uh, everybody's like, oh, everybody's excited because Mia Goth is in it. And I, I didn't know who that was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, she's married to Shia LaBeouf for a bit. Okay. Oh. There's, there's always, I, like, I, I'm getting to that part where now that I'm in my 30s, I think. And I don't keep up with like mainstream stuff that much. No, no. I, I feel like I'm just out of the loop whenever I see news. It's like, and starring this person. And it's a person that's younger than me or really popular with a younger crowd. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. I still can't tell you what a fucking song by BTS is. Who? <laughs> that, that Korean pop group that everybody talks about all the time. Oh, well, aren't there songs in Korean? No, that, apparently they're in English. I, I thought they were. I don't know. I don't know any of their fucking songs. <laughs> well, I have but some, everybody loves them. some I, modern day news for you. What's that? Did you see Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox? New news about that. Are they engaged? Rolling dumpster fire. <laughs> Yeah, engaged? so they got yeah. engaged, but they're like, and now we're going to film each other drinking each other's <laughs> blood. It's like, God damn it, somebody kill these people, please. 
I hate them with every fiber of my being. I hope they get some type of blood disease. Oh, man. If they died of some, like, strange, like, coagulation or something (laughs) of drinking each other's blood, that would be great. Or if somebody came in and killed them both with a machine gun. (laughs) And the guy's name was Kelly. He's like, oh, that's irony. He's like, you've stolen my name for so many years. And my pet fox, Megan. (laughs) You two make me sick. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, it's just fucking I I they make me throw up in my mouth. Like They're pretty fucking gross. They it, they're not even gross. They're just fucking stupid. It's like it yeah. is the most try hard thing I've ever seen in my life. It's cringeworthy for sure. It's very cringy. Yeah. I I I think that um for anybody that didn't read that article that first came out or or at like, least watch somebody go over the article about that famous like interview where they're talking about like where the I am weed meme came from. Oh and man, all that it, stuff. It, you want to die. And I think it was for Rolling Stone or, or one of those one of them. Um, but if you have never actually read or heard some of that read, like I, we watched just YouTube videos about it where they're going over the article. Um, you should check it out because <laughs> you too will be. Really annoyed by all this. If you're annoyed, anyways, I just see people like, "Oh my god, goth couple of the year." I'm like, "They're fucking goth." <laughs> Not at all. Like, like if, if anything, like just because like, they just started trying to be fucking edgy and shit. They just like, sat there and they were like. Were you emo in high school? And it was like, not really, but we should full blown go for that aesthetic now. Don't worry, like the cringy high school emo kid. Don't worry, I put on a crappy pop punk album. <laughs> yeah, a really crappy pop yeah. punk album. And then it's like, why does that motherfucker get his own guitar? Does he? Yeah, he's got a fucking signature with Schechter. Oh, like it's like, dude. What the fuck? There's so many better Cause people. Because he's, he's a hot name right now. I guess, That's but... That's the game, man. It is one of the cheapest signature guitars I've ever seen there. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, well, he didn't really need much. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough, he doesn't have what we call a lot of skill. <laughs> yeah. They're the worst. Yeah. Um, they're really bad. But I guess we can talk about our feature now. We've been trying to pat out the episode a bit. <laughs> <laughs> not enough here we go <laughs> well we said this episode is probably gonna be a little bit shorter than what we're normally used to i don't know how much we're gonna have on the back end are we doing a video game oh yeah i got video game and mythology biology right. so uh fuck you i prepared no, we don't even kidding. have a trailer for this movie, this movie doesn't have a trailer this, it does not have a trailer i looked all over um so just like pause this podcast and just like do you want to do a narration and i'll do background music <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, what we can do is uh, okay. You're not doing it. <laughs> no, what we can do is well, I was just going to put the synopsis. Oh, okay. And then I'll just read the synopsis, and then you can do your um, your 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 little your little uh, uh musical All overture right. or whatever. You just signal me. Nah. Okay. <laughs> 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 Oh, really? That's the whole synopsis? <laughs> it can't be that long. It can't be that long. It's uh, more of the characters that are the interesting part of this. Are they, though? Yes! They're <laughs> fucking hilarious. No, one of them is hilarious. Okay, one of them is One hilarious. of them is legitimately hilarious. One is hilarious without meaning to. And then everybody else is kind of there. 
Um, and one is actually kind of a good actor. Yeah, he's decent. Um, this is literally like a sentence. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna need you to keep that IMDb page up though, because I will not remember their names. <laughs> I wrote down three of their names, four of their names, four four because I already knew one of them. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah. Okay, you can do your you can do your music. <gasps> A group of university students are invited by their parapsychology professor to investigate a haunted house for the weekend. That's all. That's the synopsis. Fatal exam. That's uh yeah. That's all. That's the synopsis. And really, that that's the movie because um um. So let's give it a play-by-play. How about that? Okay, well, first of all, it's directed and written by Jack Snyder. Who, yes, he has Who another... may be more talented than Zack Snyder. That wouldn't be too terribly hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Jack Snyder, who's actually, uh, he's actually written 15 movies, and he's directed eight films. One is Ghost Image. That's... That's a movie. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, he won an award for one of them for short film. So he's an award-winning director. <laughs> oh. Okay. That is surprising. Well, it's one of those weird things you find out. Like um, Birdemic, right? Yeah. The main guy in it, the lead actor. Terrible fucking actor. Right. Bad. But apparently he's a very talented filmmaker because he's won multiple awards for short films. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really all we know of the behind the scenes. This is Jack Snyder did it. I wish I wish I got the Blu-ray for it. If I knew about the, the Blu-ray ahead of time. Yeah. Get the commentary and the behind the scenes before we did this episode. But we just watched on Shutter. If you guys want to watch it, you can watch on Shutter. I think it's also on Tubi, Tubi it is. for free. Um, you can probably find it also on YouTube for free. It is on YouTube. Nobody... So Tubi... Tubi, YouTube, or Shutter. Yeah, um, but yeah, the 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 plot of the film. Okay, we'll break it down. We'll go to that now. Is literally, uh, we're introduced to a character named Nick Crater. Uh, and he lives in an apartment. <laughs> he goes to school. <laughs> he's he's a college student. Um, th- this movie, if I can give it one thing. They did the smart thing. I don't know if they did it on purpose or not. Probably not, because they're just like they wouldn't have a parapsychology class in high school. But casting them as college students was a smart thing. Yeah, because they are much too old to be high school. Yeah, but you could kind of believe them being college students. You can believe them being college students. So they, um, so Nick goes to school, meets up with his friend Roger and his sister Dara. And they have the greatest exchange of dialogue. <laughs> okay, well, hey, there's your brother. <laughs> yeah, they didn't retake it. No, they didn't retake it. He just stops mid-sentence. Hey, there's your brother. Yeah. Uh, Roger is his best friend who has a mustache. Yep. And he looks like um, uh, Will Grello. From our uh, Will Forte's character in Tim and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. 
Fording with Will. He looks like he's going to tell us about Couch Force. Yes. Um, but instead, he's oh. really good at yo-yoing. Yes. Yeah, for some reason, that's a, that's it, does, a thing. it doesn't play in at all. No, not only does it not play in, he stops. Yeah, there's like no callback. Quarter way through the movie, he just stops using the yo-yo, even though he was using it everywhere before. Yes. Um, so, all of them, not only are they friends, and one's his sister. Uh, <laughs> they're all in the same parapsychology class. Course. Yes. Where the teacher is like, hey, well, you guys are doing a, is it a final exam? Yes. Well, the thing was, he, so he goes like, he's like, okay, so your exam, there was a whole family murdered in this house. <laughs> like, your exam, if you choose to do it, which I cannot make you, but this cre- course is unaccredited. So it's really about if you are interested or not. <laughs> I will not fail you. I, you cannot fail by not doing it. But I need you to do it. But it is your final exam. But also, if you just don't do it, I'll still pass you on your it final exam. It won't matter. <laughs> but they're like, oh, no. Like, they don't take the freebie. They're no, they're, they don't take handouts. No, they, they are. They are people of, of determination and character. <laughs> they're, they're, they're salt of the earth students. Yeah, they want to earn their non credited course <laughs> i um so yeah uh eventually he ends up finding six students that go out to this house where this man slaughtered his entire family to look for paranormal oh, fuck. uh evidence i forgot the guy's name oh the the <laughs> the owner of the house yeah fuck we do need that don't we uh it is uh Malcolm Nostrand. Malcolm Nostrand. Malcolm Nostrand. Yes. Milky nostrils. Yes. <laughs> so then we have uh, what can only be described as the world's greatest and most accurate ghost hunting team <laughs> that enters, uh, which is a. Uh, Half of a group that doesn't believe in anything, and two guys who see everything. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's two couples. <clears throat> okay. So it's our three main characters, right? Right. It's two couples. <coughs> the IT guy. <laughs> the IT guy. Sorry, guys. So still getting over this cough. Um. Yeah. Two IT guys, two couples, three main characters, and. That's all, right? Yeah. So that's so the teacher says he needs seven people to do this, right? They six. have nine of them. Yeah, yeah he says he needs nine, six. Nine people, and it doesn't matter. Actually, later on, it does matter how many people there are. But really, like as far as the audience goes, it doesn't matter because you can't remember who the fuck is who, except for yeah. Well, they don't really matter. Yeah, like, except that for first couple that disappears, don't remember. Them it's at all. nobody. Yeah, I yeah. forgot there was even another couple there until like no, they left. I'm like who, what? Okay, uh, so if it's not our three characters, the tech guy, or the film's best character, Jim. <laughs> oh, Jim. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> then, uh... Uh, then I don't care. <laughs> now. I I would like to harp on Jim for a while with you. 
because Jim. Well, it, it ties back into Tim and Eric because it does. Jim looks a lot like Tim Heidecker. And he sounds like Tim he Heidecker. He sounds like Tim Heidecker. Actually, it seems like a, a, a character that Tim Heidecker would play. It, it does, just the way he talks and everything. So Tim is, they're all sleeping downstairs. And he hears something in a cabinet next to his head. Uh, he opens the cabinet. And there is a head of a woman inside <laughs> looking at him. And uh, he proceeds to, quote unquote... Freak out. <laughs> he sure does. Yeah. But uh, look at me. Look at the box. Look at the head. <laughs> There's a head, man. There's a head in there. Look at the head. Look at me. Look at there. Look at the head. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a head in there. There he is. He's slicing up his family. He's chopping everyone up. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it is... Uh, <laughs> it, we had it a good best. Chuckle. It is the best scene in the movie. By far. Uh, but yeah, Jim is uh, Jim is great. And, and you don't want to see anything bad. I don't give a fuck about fucking Nick. <laughs> or, well, or, minus the fact he is just also a terrible actor. And it's really fun to watch him be terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's not the worst in the movie, though. No. There is one guy, though, that is actually pretty decent. Yeah, the other, the, the, the main tech guy is... Dave, uh, I think. In the yeah, guy? his character's Dave. Yeah. Um, is actually a decent actor. We um, didn't write down the actors' names because none of them did anything else. Yeah, none of them. We looked. We tried. <laughs> yeah, all of them just kind of did this or nothing. <laughs> yeah. This was, they were volunteered at a non-credited film production course in real life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, all these people just did this. And maybe that's for the best for some of them. Um, one second. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, so they're there, they're, they're looking to find out if there's actual paranormal activity in this house or if it's a whole bunch of bologna as the, as the kids say, and, um, turns out it's both. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it depends on who you are. (laughs) Yeah. Turns out, turns out it, it actually is, um, there's something actually going on. <coughs> sorry, guys. I had a uh, bit of a coughing jag there. So, <laughs> sorry for the edit. Um, anyways, it's actually kind of both because um, there's definitely something supernatural going in the house. Right. Mainly uh, nostrums. Yes. And and the head being there. And, and the all head. this stuff. And we turn out that it is supernatural, but it's supernatural because, um, should we just spoil it? Yeah, f- fuck it. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, teacher's trying to do a ritual. I mean, I, I think we called it, like, immediately. We were like, oh, the teacher's, teacher's behind the bad it. guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, he has the knife from the guy's dream. <laughs> yeah, but we actually do see a demon. Oh, we sure do. <laughs> yeah, uh, or is it supposed to be the devil? Uh, no, it is. A, uh, they have a different name for the demon. Right, but there's some ritual that happens where... They need to kill two people during the day. Yeah. And they need to kill two people at night. Like one at 12 noon and one at 12 in the morning. When they're actually doing the ritual. Right. Yeah. But then they also have to like do something else, right? Don't they have to like bury something or some shit? Why do they have all the extra people? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was just more people to kill, I guess. Because <laughs> killing's fun. So it turns into a slasher. 
by like the last 15 minutes. Also, this movie's like way too long. Um, yeah, it is way too long. It's like an hour and 53 minutes, I think. It is was it sh- that long? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it shot 1985, <clears throat> even though they get released on 1990. And um, it was not shot on video. It was shot on 16 millimeter. So, um, <clears throat> um, the uh, uh, this movie was was included on Vinegar Syndrome's recent box set, um, Homegrown Horrors, which are three films, right? Um, all made by low budget, low budget filmmakers. You can tell, and um, so they put out a nice Blu-ray of this with with the commentary track and behind the scenes. We did not watch this, so we don't have a whole lot of background on it. Um, but it is a very nice presentation. We saw it at Vinegar, uh, the Vinegar Syndrome booth at this past. Oh yeah, Empire. it is really nice box set. Yeah, picked it up, felt the weight of it, smelled it, licked it, licked the packaging. I was kindly told to leave the booth at that point. <laughs> kindly, <Right>. yet firmly, <laughs> flew her. Like you have to, you have to go through his limp penis under the table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whatever I get hard to, whatever my dick goes whatever over you that put movie, near and I get yeah. hard, I'm buying it. <laughs> yes, immediately. And then um, I spent the night in jail. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, the ending of it, though, I, I do. Do you think it pays off for the rest of the movie? Yes. <laughs> I think that movie... <coughs> you is, you, you kind of like this film. I, in a, yeah, in a sadistic way. In a way that I could torture other people with it. The, the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray was actually the first time this movie was available on disc. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I tried to find it on tape. No luck. Yeah, I don't even know... They, they said it was like had a limited release if it was on tape. Yeah. If whatever it was released on, they said it, it wasn't... Like this was a very rare thing to find for a long time, and I could find it for free on Tubi. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just turn your TV on. It's like none of this matters. You can just watch it whenever you want. Tubi is so underrated. Yeah, it really is. It is. Um, what else you want to say about Fatal Exam? If you want to just have something where you can just sit down and chuckle for a while, put on Fatal Exam. <laughs> we're, we're gripping our straws here on this one, guys, because we uh. Yeah, we've had so many scheduling conflicts. Scheduling conflicts and everything. So we really didn't have this one too prepared. So we just want to put something out so you guys have something And it's a fun movie. It is. Um, I mean, it is. It depends. It's fun in a bad way. It's fun if you have somebody to make fun of it with. If you're just watching it by yourself, it probably kind of sucks. Oh, I was watching it by myself. (laughs) And then I came over here. Yeah. But you only got like 15 minutes into it. That's true. (coughs) That's true. Yeah, so, um, it's 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 a movie. Yeah, check <laughs> it out. It kind of has like that independent charm to it for sure. But um, oh, it seems like a film school movie. It does. Uh, uh, probably make make more fun of it, but man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also I'm not gonna waste the breath. That's <laughs> not that. It's like I just also you know I don't want to be coughing the mic too much, guys. <laughs> yeah, true, true. so um. Yeah, let's just move on to the next segment to another curation of Blaze's Cabin of Video Game Curiosities. All right, what game do we have? 
We have a game called Ginkgo. G-I-N-G-K-O. All right. G-I-N-G-O-K. So, so many names. G-I-N-G-O. Wow. <laughs> Just depends what region you're in. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it is developed and published by uh, the University of Southern California Gaming Program, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so... It is a game that is a, it's kind of an interesting concept. You're in like, it's very dreamlike, like the way the game is played. And um, it is cast in like an Asian horror theme. And uh, you have this magic needle and thread. Okay. And it can float through and can tie things up together and it can, you can spread fires with it to open doors and these Chinese lanterns and crazy shit like that. But you're in your mother's studio and you slowly learn about her life, like, uh, you know, how stressed she was getting and how she wanted, like, you were talking about being in a boarding school and um, you always thought your mother didn't want you around, but she wanted, like, she in the journal, you find out that she had been wanting to um, give you a better life than she had growing up, and she thought it'd be easier to work all the time and never have time off for herself so she could afford for you to get a good education and everything like that. And so most of the game is kind of learning about your mother and then learning that in this like dreamlike version of the studio that she had where she did all her sewing and everything like that for all these things. Um, God damn, nobody wants to call me unless I'm fucking recording something. <laughs> but um, and uh, eventually you find out that there is some sort of demonic masked presence that crawls on all fours and cracks its bones and chases you through. And you'll have to like make, uh, you know, wire trip wires out of the yarn and everything like that to try and stop it so you can run away and it will follow you everywhere. Wow. Like it is a, it is a very interesting little game and uh, also it is free. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, so it is really fun. It looks great, and I think uh, people should definitely give it a shot. And especially the fact that it's made by a uh, you know a bunch of college students in their program. Yeah, for sure. Which fits so. well with the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's why I chose it. <laughs> yeah, because they all went to a haunted house on a parapsychology assignment to make a video game, and they start getting sacrificed by their teacher. To a demon that is claymation. Correct. Very, very high quality claymation. (laughs) (laughs) It's on Steam? Yes. It is on Steam and it is free. Or you can go to the University of Southern California and you can find it on that website as well to download. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) So Cool. Yeah. It was uh, kind of like a... I guess they all the like a bunch of the students got together and put it together to be kind of their business card when they get out of school. It sounds like a good business card. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic game. It looks great. It plays great. It's a it's a fun story. Like, nice. and it's super fun to play. So cool. Definitely right. check it out. All right. Well, that brings us to our next segment: to mythology, biology. <laughs> What story 
do we have today? See, what video game do we have today? What story do we have today? It's just all. What kind What's of stuff do we today? Have today? Just what is, what is today? Uh, so this is actually. Uh, I'm going to guess if you're like a big manga fan or anything like that, you've definitely heard this story or you've um, seen reference to it because uh, I've unknowingly known this story through a couple video games and did not realize it. But it is a very, very popular urban legend around Japan, uh, believed to be starting around the 1950s. And the name of it is Hanako-san. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. So, if not, uh, hey, if you want a message and tell us that we're doing something wrong, please, as long as we get attention. <laughs> if you can honestly look at us and tell us that it's not actually pronounced Hanukkah song. Yeah, because I almost said Hanukkah song. Then, then I will call you a fucking liar. <laughs> so, they believe that it's a yokai or a yuri, which are, you know, Japanese spirits. Um, in folklore that is of a uh, young schoolgirl who haunts school bathrooms. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, have you heard this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, in some versions, she was uh, murdered in the bathroom. Others, she committed suicide in the bathroom. And there's another version uh, where, where... she's moaning Myrtle. Where she, she is technically moaning Myrtle, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but she was... Killed in an air raid in World War II. Um, All hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a feel-good story. Feel-good story <laughs> of the year. Hanako-san <laughs> finding love in the strangest of places. <laughs> um, so, uh, in a way, she's kind of like the Japanese Bloody Mary, in mm-hmm. a way. Because uh, to summon her, you must enter uh, the girl's restroom on the third floor of a school and go to the third stall, knock three times, and ask if she is there. She will reply either with, yes, I am, and then you will witness a bloody hand come out of the stall and uh, grab you. I skipped a page here. (laughs) Or you will see... uh, the entire apparition of Hanukkah-san. Uh, so, but here's the thing I don't get is why you would do this ritual. Because there are two options that happen when you summon her. Yeah, right. One, she will open the stall, pull you in, and drag you into hell. Mm-hmm. Or, you could be eaten by a giant three-headed lizard. Yeah, why would you do this? Yeah, why? What's the, what do you get out of it? Yeah, right. But um, it was interesting to me because I had played a game that is literally this story. Oh, really? Yeah, it is literally this story, and I had no idea. And mainly I was like, oh, it would be fun to find something that relates to schools and stuff like that. And I stumbled across this one. I'm like, oh, fuck, I do know this story. They're like, yeah, you've probably heard it and not realized you've heard this before. Right. So yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, oh, shit. So I thought I would shed a little light on that one. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, so either you were killed in Hiroshima and you haunt a bathroom. Yeah. Fun. Right. Or Nagasaki. Uh. Or you committed suicide in a bathroom. Double fun. Yeah. 
uh, or you were murdered in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> I just. Or you were killed on Hogwarts grounds in a bathroom. Yeah, and now you are moaning Myrtle. <laughs> yeah. Moaning Hanukkah-san, or Hanukkah-san. If it's written by J.K. Rowling, it'll probably be, you know, very anti-LGBTQ. Yeah, it'll be very... Probably anti-Semitic, that's up for argument. Yeah. (laughs) Um, As of right now. And probably just generally a bad person. (laughs) I will say that, uh, yeah. (laughs) It's very funny to me, like, a lot of people who are like... uh, And I'm on the, you know, I'm on the train. If somebody's doing some fucked up shit, don't support them. You know, don't support that shit. But for some reason, a lot of people who are usually like that are very hesitant to stop with Harry Potter. <laughs> They're like, no, I, I can't give up Harry Potter. So really? I can. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I mean, I loved it growing up and shit like that. Well, but, I did too. But but, it's just, it was one of those things that, that I still have a general fascination with, but just never stayed in my like my fan taste. Like, I'm just like, oh, no, I'm still a huge fan of this thing that, that mattered to me at one point. Like, it didn't grow with me. No, like, it's not like Lord of the Rings. Like, like Lord oh, of the is... Rings stays with me. Oh, really? No, not, yeah. not, 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 not so much for me, though. Oh, I, I like Lord, Lord of the, the Rings, Rings a lot, but... but, you know, that's not my jam. Um, that is my jam. Uh, <laughs> but either is Harry Potter, you know? It's, yeah. Uh, uh, I like, I mean, I like the stuff at Universal, and, you know. That's that fun. Stuff. And, yeah, and I, I know the general things. The and movies stuff, are pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. They had a reunion and people were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, strangely enough, I don't think J.K. Rowling's in it. <laughs> wow. Weird. Weird. Huh? And it's all they're just talking shit about her. <laughs> all just talking shit about her behind her back. Yeah. She's That'd probably, be amazing. She was probably writing a story for Moaning Myrtle. It was like, and she was interested in becoming transgender and then she <laughs> died because she's transgender. <laughs> That's what happened to her. Flipping out. She's yeah. so angry that transgendered people exist although we learned from jk rowling is there's a reason why homeless people don't have money <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> because see they get money turns out they're terrible racists and homophobes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess so uh, yeah uh fuck you jk rowling yeah <clears throat> hanukkah sun's better than fucking moaning myrtle <laughs> you're a piece of shit <laughs> The point is that doing any bathroom ritual. Doing a bathroom a, ritual that you know either ends with you going to hell or yeah. getting eaten by a three-headed it's lizard. It's not even that. It's like doing, I mean, this necessarily you don't do in a bathroom, but people normally do because it's where your mirrors are. Is you do like Bloody Mary or in like Candyman or anything like that. Well, this like, one is nothing specifically, nothing specifically a stall. Yeah. So next, it, next week we're going to have a story about a toilet monster. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure uh, the uh, Ghoulies 2, that one part. Yeah, where he's in the toilet. Yeah. It's on, it's on the cover. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, yep, that's another episode, guys. Uh, we're a little late with it. It's a little shorter. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep on having to cough in your guys' ear or anything. So I'm getting over this thing. Uh, we want to give you something. Off. But I want to give you something as we're working on next week's episode, which will be the best of 2021. Uh, it'll be our some of our favorite movies, or TV shows, uh, clothing company. We will also be seeing a movie tomorrow that we may discuss. Yeah, we'll be seeing Scream. Uh, yeah. We'll probably have. Well, we'll talk 
like we do about any new movie and not spoilery. Yeah, we'll just kind of give you an opinion. Look about it, yeah, because, you know, especially with something like Scream where it's a mystery, you don't want to spoil it. Um, It's David Arquette. (laughs) (laughs) The twist is it's another Scream. (laughs) He did it so he could win the WCW championship again. Yeah, I was just watching that that Steve-O episode where he was talking about how deep he was getting in during that time, which I meant to bring this up a few episodes ago. Uh, a correction to what we said when we did our Santa Slay episode, where it's like, Santa Slay, this is the first movie with uh, Bill Goldberg in it. No, it was Ready to Rumble. Oh, yeah, Ready to Rumble. <laughs> it had Hulk Hogan and Bill Goldberg. Yeah, I forgot it, about it. It had more than just them. Yeah, I think like, Sting was in it. Sting, Booker T. had a lot of WCW, NWO guys. Yeah, well, it, I mean, that's why David Arquette won the championship. Because all promotion for uh, Ready to Rumble. The dumbest thing you ever could have done. Yeah, but he was actually like a wrestling fan and all that stuff. And oh yeah, he talks I mean, about how he like felt bad about like all that stuff. He sad that people got so upset about it and all. Well, how he's, everything he went. went it. He has a documentary about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw. You that. can't keep David Arquette down or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, I have a watch about. I remember him talking about it. On no, he, it's where he goes and actually gets trained in pro wrestling and stuff like that, and yeah. goes on, hits the indie scene, and he's he does it like good for him. Like yeah, that's um, awesome. Uh. But yeah, that was kind of like one of the big like, hey, WCW is about to go downhill. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, that was around 2000. I think WWE turned into a thing. There 2001, I think, is when yeah. WCW was officially done. Yeah. So, and Ready I miss it. I will rule you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Oliver Platt. <laughs> yep. That was, uh, that was a movie. Like, uh, sure was. As a kid, I liked it. Um, but yeah. We're talking about Scream and a review of Ready to Rumble next week. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, fuck that. We're just going to do Ready to Rumble. <laughs> Why Ready to Rumble is still our favorite movie in 2021. Why David Arquette and Scott Kahn deserve Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that'll be next week. We'll have our best of and a little bit on Scream. Um, and then we'll see what comes after that. But we do want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for uh, tuning in. If you want to reach us, you can by email on the bladed apples pod at gmail.com. You can also reach out on the Instagram. There's been a little bit of activity on there and stuff. We're trying to be getting, uh, I've been posting quite a bit recently on there, and Blaze posted today where we've been trying to get that where it's having more frequent posts every day, you know, so. Put up a nice library of cool images and stuff on there, but you can reach us on there with questions or comments or concerns or whatever you want. Um, thanks to Stefan Myers, of course, for doing the artwork for the show. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram under not only Stefan Myers, but also the Crawling Panther Tattoo Parlor page on Instagram. Great guy. Check him out. Uh, thanks to Blaze for editing and being a great co host. And uh, yeah, anything to add? Nope, excited to see Scream tomorrow. Yeah, me too. Happy hasn't got ruined yet. Yeah, it seems like there's. it's very polarizing so far. Really? On Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 78% seen, or something like that? Well, I'm just saying off like personal comments I've well, seen. Fuck it's that. like half of them are like, eh, and the other, and no one hated it. Everyone's yeah. either like, eh, or I loved it. Yeah. So, we'll see. All the people um, that I know... All friends of mine that I would trust that scene and all really liked it. So, and they put some of them put it right next to one and two. Yeah, favorite. I, I've heard that it's better in three and four at least. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I like all of them. I think if I had to put them in order, it'd be one, two, four, three. Um, just because three is uh, dog shit. It's not dog shit. It's it's fine. It's just there, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and stuff to where that movie wasn't what it was supposed to be. And Kevin Williamson wasn't involved with that one. I think he may got produced a credit, maybe, but he was so busy with everything else. Yeah. That, that was the only one, with the exception of this new one, that he didn't write. Um, so it was a whole thing going on there. But I still like three. I just think four is better. That's fair. And of course, one and two, I think, go like neck to neck. I think they're like shoulder to shoulder. But anyways, that'll be next week. So until next time, guys, remember every day is Halloween. So please act accordingly. See you later. Bye.